0: What do you do when your business is making exactly zero dollars? It's a really hard and frustrating and scary position to be in. It makes you want to think and act impulsively. It makes you want to learn all the strategies, read all the books, and put yourself everywhere. But sometimes, in order to get where you want to go, you have to keep it simple. Welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray, I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. And this weekend, my inbox got filled with maybe three or four questions from people asking me if I thought a certain kind of investment or certain kind of coaching program or certain specific um, coaching strategy would be worth investing in. I was hearing from new and growing business owners who were looking to accelerate their financial growth of their businesses and looking for the easy answer, the easy out, the thing that's gonna give them the sort of tools and the ticket to where they wanna go. It's funny, right, when your business isn't making money, how quickly the sort of impulse comes in to spend money, to buy the new course, to join a new membership, to uh, read three new entrepreneurial books or books for small business owners. This impulse that if it's not working, if the bottom line is zero, the problem must be us. We must be doing something wrong. We must need new information that we haven't thought of yet. There must be something that we should be doing differently. We don't know what and we create this dizzy, impulsive circle of really bad choices where we are reacting to a situation in our business instead of sort of stopping, thinking, getting clear on what we want and what we actually need to do to get there. So often when people are asking me, how do I, you know, sort of move the needle? How can I push this thing ahead? Or I saw this coach and she was saying X, Y, Z. How do I know whether or not it's a good investment? I usually tell people to stop and hold the presses for a a minute. And one of the things I heard from another podcast host, his name's Michael O'Neill, and you can find him over on the Solopreneur Hour. He has this phrase that he uses with his community called market like it's 1999. And I've stolen it. So he should get a dollar every single time that I repeat it. But I think it's the perfect description for what we have to do when businesses are earning zero dollars. Sometimes you're not earning any money yet because you're just in that foundation part of your business. You're identifying your niche. You're figuring out who you want to serve, how you want to serve them, what you're going to do, what's going to stand you apart. Maybe you have a really good sort of lead magnet that you're trying to build for an email community or you're working on engaging your social media following. All of those things are the long game. All of those things are going to, if you do them well with sort of informed strategy, get you to where you wanna be. But it doesn't solve the immediate problem of your bottom line. What will work for your bottom line is if you start thinking about short-term immediate strategy. And friends, that always means hitting the pavement, cold calling, and cold emailing you have to market like it's 1999 if it's not working if you're not getting the leads yet if you're not getting enough business you are required for going door to door and getting that business. You can't rely on the most perfect Pinterest um, sort of post to get you there or the most Instagram-worthy story to sort of get everybody to know, like, and trust you in rapid time. It means showing up in the world, telling people who you are, what you do, how you serve, and how you can help them. It means messaging people one-on-one, and asking them for help. So often people wanna hide behind strategy. People wanna hide behind these like global social media sort of interventions where they're gonna do a Facebook group and they're gonna post daily on Instagram and they're gonna start a YouTube channel because they don't wanna do the personal part of building a business, which means reaching out to your network, telling them that you exist and asking them if they might know anybody who could use your help. It means, for example, going to people who you've already helped in some capacity, even if it wasn't in the exact style of your business, but you're, you use the things your business is currently offering to help someone, you reach out and you say, hey, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but I've built this business. I was wondering if you know anybody in your network, if they might be able to help. It means anybody you help, reminding them that you exist and saying, hey, I helped you a couple of months ago. How are you doing with that problem? Has anything new come up? How might I be able to help you now? I think what we tell ourselves stories sometimes that if we did a really good job with someone and I've been definitely caught in this trap where if I, I think that like I sort of helped somebody and, you know, moved the needle in their business and it was an open and shut case, I would sort of tell myself a story sometimes that if they need me again, because I was so helpful and because we did work so quickly and it wasn't a long term investment, obviously if they get stuck or they get caught in their own way again, they're going to think to call me to reach out and book another session, but it just doesn't work that way. It kind of does become a little bit of out of sight, out of mind, or they tell themselves stories that they've got it, that it's not that bad, that if it's still rough in another month or so, they'll give me a call. But sometimes you can speed up that phone call by simply reaching out and saying, hey, how are you? Do you need anything? Might I be available to help? Here's a link to my schedule. I'd love the opportunity to work with you again. Another way to do this is to reach out to people who you did do good work with, who you know don't continue to need you, to, but to say to them, hey, I loved working with you. I, I really appreciated how well we were able to collaborate. I found you so incredibly coachable, open to feedback, open to suggestion. You can fill in the blank that's appropriate for your business. I, I just want you to know that you're kind of my ideal client. If I could fill my business with people like you, wow, I would have a really good work week. Do you by any chance know anybody who's looking for A, B, or C, and you include the offerings that you have from your business. But you wanna be in the driver's seat of what happens next. And when you're putting all of your eggs in the social media basket, when you are putting all of your eggs in the I'm gonna build it and they're miraculously gonna come basket, you end up staring at goose eggs at your bottom line for entirely too long. I also think it's worth paying attention to your energy and your time is going. Because so often people sort of cycle into the hopeless space of this isn't working, this is never going to happen, I should look for a job, or I'm never going to be able to get out of this job. And if you do a little bit of a time map or a time log, and you look at how you've spent your time, you're going to recognize that you have put a majority of your time into thinking negatively about the state of your business and what you're capable of love and negative energy and negative time never build proactive solutions for your business or for your financial health in the future. It only takes you backwards. So what you want to do when you're feeling that moment of frustration, when you're like, is this thing ever going to get off the ground or am I ever going to get my next dollar? The first question I want you to ask yourself is what am I willing to do to get money as soon as possible into my business, into my household. And you will find that if you ask that question for immediacy, you realize your answer isn't in social media. It's in that one-on-one outreach, reaching out to people who you do think you could help, letting them know that you exist, and offering a solution for how. It means reaching out and asking for referrals or this last step, this last piece of marketing like it's 1999, which means perceiving opportunities Going out and getting them. So for example, um, one of the um, groups that I, I consult on is a photographer entrepreneur membership community. So it's two um, successful photographers who, have owned a bi- who own a, an entrepreneurial venture where they teach other photographers how to build profitable um, uh, photography businesses. One of the things that I recently saw a post of like several months ago, actually now we're going back a little bit, but she got her license or training and doing drone photography. So she can now um, using a drone, take pictures of landscapes, of buildings, of images, of you know, neighborhoods, of school systems, etc., etc. And one of the things that I said to her is you should be going to all the real estate agents in the area, looking at their websites looking at how good that they're how good are they showing profiling Um, highlighting a home, its neighborhood, and its surrounding area. And if you see anyone doing a crap job, you should go, use drone photography, take one or two pictures, watermark the heck out of it, and then send it to them and say, hey, I noticed you were trying to sell this property. It's been on the market for 30 plus days. I was thinking you might need some help. Have you ever considered changing your photography? Because Because I offer this, this is what this property could look like using my services. If you would like to purchase these two photos and remove the watermark from the advertising, you could do so at such and such a cost. If you need any other immediate help for a property you're selling now or a property you might be selling in the future, I'd like to offer you a 10% discount if you choose to buy now, etc. etc. And if she replicates that for 10 different real estate agents in the area, typical conversion on that, from what I've been told, I'm not the business strategist on this, but typical conversion can be 10%. So you just need one. You need one out of every 10 real estate agents in your town or your area to say yes to that request. And you have the time, since you don't have the business, to go and do that. And you can take your business model, think about people who could use your services, not know how you exist or that you exist or what you do or how you could help, and you could show them in such a way that leaves such an impression on that. So for example, one of the ways that I've done it when I was, you know, when I'm building my business and working on things is when somebody sort of asks a question or they sort of are talking in a sort of just a, a... collegial way about a problem, I might reach out and be like, hey, I I heard you were, you know, talking about this and sort of struggling with this. You know, one of the things that I thought of was A, B, or C. And sometimes when you're stuck in that, you need to D, E, and F. And I think you might find immediate relief if you X, Y, Z. You know, that idea to just offer some help and then say, if any of this doesn't make sense or you might need my two cents, like I do have a business, you can find me on my podcast, you can join my Facebook group, etc., etc. And I lead them to other ways of working with me, but I start by offering specific value to their situation. And it's about perceiving those opportunities by recognizing that the boss move is thinking sometimes about the immediate bottom line. Yes, there is a time and place for strategy. Yes, you have to have things like that on automatic pilot because you do need to be thinking about constant lead generation. But what happens? happens to people and to business owners when they see the goose egg in their bottom line is they lose faith and they lose hope in themselves. And two, they lose perspective. So they start to think bad things about themselves or the financial health or prospects of their business, and it leads them to a place of giving up. If you can create a series of quick wins for yourself by reaching out and getting the yes, by talking to people and getting people on the phone and working with you, you start to see that even though the number isn't as high as you would like it to be, you see yourself doing the job. You see yourself doing the job well and being capable. That's what's gonna motivate you going forward. That's what's gonna help you sort of Decide the long-term financial health of your business, but it starts in baby steps. I am in no way, shape, or form saying just get off social media, abandon it as a business strategy. I know that it's key for the long game, but I don't think it helps you in the short term. The next thing that I sometimes tell people, and this is a super unpopular answer, but like what would get the monkey off your back? If you worked somewhere else for 10 hours a week and you got a couple of hours of, you know, sort of steady paycheck that was consistent and reliable and you didn't have to stress about, how much does the weight get taken off your shoulders? Because say, for example, and this is the thing I usually tell people, what happens if you just Uber for 10 10 hours a week? Or what if you just do a lift for 10 hours a week? It could end up paying your grocery bill. Um, It could take one sort of financial burden off your back. And when you see yourself being capable, when you see yourself taking action, when sort of a goose egg in the bottom line ceases to be an option, you start to spur those creative problem-solving juices. When you're in the, oh my God, when is the phone going to ring? And what if nobody ever calls? And what if this is a downward spiral that's going to start not just because it's August and everybody's on vacation, but what if they just decide they're not going to spend any money for the fourth quarter, da, 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 and you can see where this goes. You just spiral into this negative, pessimistic way of thinking and looking at your business rather than being in the driver's seat. And from the driver's seat of your business, you can go anywhere. You can create affiliate partnerships with people. You can say to people, if you get me a client, you'll earn 25% commission on the sale. Um, You reach out to former clients and say, hey, if you'd like to book now, here's, here's how to reach me, here's how to work with me, but you get in the driver's seat and you go door to door to anybody who you perceive that you would be an ideal service provider for you recognize that it's not comfortable. You recognize that you're gonna get a lot of no's, but that's the fastest way to yes. And sometimes I know this puts you outside your comfort zone. I know this has you kind of shaken in your shoes a little bit because it's so much easier to just put your hopes and wishes on a prayer in a social media post, but you start to see yourself as capable. It's You start to see yourself as somebody who's standing up and protecting and defending their business and you see yourself as an action taker that opens the door for all kinds of new possibilities once your story changes but when you lead with the story of failure when you lead with the story of less than you never get where you want to go you never spur those creative juices of what's possible because you've already decided it's not going to happen anyway and you live accordingly the other thing that I really, you know, and as I'm looking at this list that I put together before I recorded the show, I kind of wish I had put this first. So um, just pretend I'm singing it first. But one of the things that I always ask people, um, and I learned this from my own personal experience, like you have to do a gut check and look at how much time have you actually spent trying to get sales and businesses because uh, uh, sales and business, I didn't need to pluralize that, Sorry, because what it ends up happening more often than not And this is what happens for me. I think I've done this twice in two different cycles in my business where I've been full for several months in a row. I'm working on a project. I'm, you know, consulting on a couple of groups. I have plenty of one on one clients. So the things that I do for lead generation tend to fall off the wayside because I don't, in that moment, need the lead. So I'm not thinking about two months from now when I'm not full anymore or when this current project wraps up, what's my next project going to be? So one of the things that that I often encourage people to do before they start bemoaning entrepreneurship and talking about their zero bottom line and saying it's never gonna happen, is to really do an honest gut check of how hard you've been working to earn business. Have you been doing everything? Or have you been hiding, playing small, and just sitting in a quiet corner hoping somebody's gonna trip on you, find you, decide you're amazing, and hire you? Because so Often, our bottom line really is a genuine reflection of how hard we're working to increase it. Because a lot of people fool themselves that they're working hard because they're reading all the books or they're taking all the courses or they've just hired a business coach or even a lot of people have done it by telling themselves they've hired me, honestly. But like, if you're not taking the action steps to build your business, to move the needle, to generate immediate cash into your business, then that's where you start. And you focus on the immediacy. You focus on what can you do today to generate new business, new income, and more sort of stable revenue. A lot of people came into the online space believing it was easy. But small business owners in the brick-and-mortar space, they would never rely on 100% social media or word of mouth. They hire people in crazy costumes to sit on street corners and wave people into their businesses. They pay for advertising. They do coupons. They create shiny, sexy, sassy offers, but they don't think that just because they put themselves in a brick-and-mortar hat and they have a couple of parking spots in front of their business, that people are going to, you know, sort of miraculously find them and hire them. They put themselves out there. So I have that question for you. How much are you putting yourself out there? How much are you putting on the line for the future of your business? It is always going to start with you, my friends. And you can't just rely on automation. You can't just rely on social media. You have to build those relationships. You have to ask people like regularly to refer to you. You have to reach out to old clients to see if they need you and you have to perceive the opportunities where you can make a difference in someone else's life or business and offer them that opportunity to work with you. It's marketing like it's 1999, and that's how you do it, my friends. If you have a question, if you want my two cents on your life or your business, do write me. You can find me at heatheratchoosetohaveitall.com. Thanks for having this conversation with me today. I hope I've sort of challenged you into a new direction and inspired you to take new action. Thanks for today, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.